Are you telling me that you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? Bueller. Inconceivable! Inconceivable! Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. I'll have what she's having. Welcome to Picked in High School. This is the podcast where we talk about 80s films. My name is Lex. I'm Mez. We're Lex and Mez. We are married and <laughs> we talk about 80s films. This is probably a really good one. Yeah, this is a good one. Very 80s. Yeah, it is. I remember watching it as a kid. I liked it. You know, I remember watching it as a kid, but I don't remember watching it as an adult. A lot of things popped yeah, up. Yeah, no, I didn't remember. I never watched it as an adult. Yeah, well, now we have, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks to our third week of COVID, we have been stuck inside. Yeah, we are in lockdown. Oh, yeah, sorry. Third week of lockdowns, probably. God, yeah. 96th week of COVID, probably. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But both of us are half jabbed. We both have one yeah. jab to go. Yep, that's um, it. So we should be in the clear, at least you and I, for a little bit. Hopefully. In a little bit. You the name of the this name. film is Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. And I remember I used to think it was called Romance and the Stone. Did you? Yeah, but Romancing the Stone makes more sense when you watch it as an adult. Because yeah. I thought it was Romance and the Stone. No. But it's Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. Because you're trying to get the, el- the Stone the via, via romance. fleeting romance. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, you want to explain the plot? Well, it's a pretty basic plot, isn't it? We have a romance writer, Joan Wilder, and she gets a note from her deceased brother-in-law, or a treasure map, sorry, and then finds out her sister has been kidnapped by these people down in Colombia for the treasure map. Mm-hmm. So she goes down there to sort of hand it over yeah. um, for her sister and then she does a bus crash and she meets Jack, who is Michael Douglas, mm-hmm. and it's sort of their adventures in getting the sister back, getting the stone, which he convinces her to do, and, yeah. Yeah, so it's basically very much an adventure film. It is. It's very much like Indiana it Jones. It is like Indiana Jones. I feel like that and Indi- this sort of these couple of movies, because Jewel and I as well, yeah. and Indiana Jones, they were kind of like interchangeable in my head as a right, kid. Right, Like I, I yeah. Well, a few minor differences, like archaeologist versus, what was he, a bird hunter or something? I don't know, a bird trader, an exotic bird, bird, bird trader. trader. Yeah, yeah. So um, he obviously left America and was like, Settled in. Settled into Colombia. And when it was a bus crash, it's a bus crash in, in jungles of Colombia. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's just, you know, in one of the major cities. Yeah, it looks very tropical. Um, I think she's supposed to go to um, Cartagena or Cartagena, but someone, one of one of the villains lured her into Yeah, this so box. there's like two sets of villains. Yeah. There there's are like these two crazy cousins, being Danny DeVito being one of them. Yeah. And then there's like this hardcore militia people yeah. as well. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone awesome. wants the stone. Yeah. It's so just, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, um, it's oh, crazy. It's coming yeah. from all angles, but it's pretty much, well, the actors of these two are uh, Michael Douglas and, and Kathleen Turner. Yeah, who you said was Chandler's mom. I didn't say that. She is, she is Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> She's Chandler's dad. Um, and that's how, how <laughs> we are. I feel about that as a most. woman, like, if someone going to me was like, look, we want to cast you as a, like, transgender or a male oh, like, I- <laughs> TV and she's the type of person to do wow. it. I think I think yeah. I was blown back by how good looking she was. Yeah, she's very pretty. I mean, maybe she's not so younger. much yeah, anymore, but yeah, you can kind of see the well, elements. She's like in, yeah, 
you know that Michael Douglas is 76 now? And Michael Douglas, and I wanted Fuck. to ask you, do we have we talked about Michael Douglas on this podcast yet? I don't know if we have. Yes, we have because we were, um, because of, uh, da, 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 da. what's the but anyway, movie I with remember, the bunny boiler? Oh, yeah, yeah, with um, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, Fatal Attraction. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, I think we remember saying that you thought he wasn't really as attractive as, as uh, he may have been as a... He, he's attractive in Romancing the Stone. Yeah, he's a bit he darker though. He's, he's like dark skin. That means he's got a nice tan. Tan, yeah. No, he's he's got like some awesome hair in this movie, like mm. very eighties quiff. Like a, he's got a quiff. Very nice hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, as you would expect. But they make a nice from. pair. Yeah, well, I was blown back and by her good looks. I don't know why, but I Danny DeVito just looks the same. He never changes. He looked yeah. the same in nineteen eighty seven or nineteen eighty four. Sorry, yeah. this movie was. And he looks the same now. And he's always going to be the comic relief, but his little character is, <laughs> is so part of the comic enough. relief, really. But just yeah. just seeing him run makes me laugh just because he's a, he's a wee man. He's a wee man. He reminds me of that guy from that show that you watch with the... Which show? The other wee man who married the Filipino woman and went to... Oh, film. in 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> yeah. Ed, yeah. yeah, he Ed. looks like Ed from... He does that. look a bit like Big Ed, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but Danny DeVito is a classic, you know. Obviously, yeah, he's, he's still around, is he not? Oh, yeah. he's still making movies. Another one who's in Friends as a Pro- stripper, producing movies. Oh yeah, everyone's in Friends. Is he still married to Rita Wilson or whatever? Um, it's Rita Wilson. Is that her name? No, Rita Wilson is Tom Hanks' wife. No, it's Rita it's something. Who is it? What's her name? Rita. Oh, the girl from Cheers, the woman from Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh no, it's going to escape me. But anyway, uh, yes, I believe they are. And they're both in Matilda, which is yes, kind of, yeah, yeah. they are. Anyway, we're going, we're deviating too much. Yeah. Um, but essentially, there's some pretty solid actors. No yeah. three have been in three movies together. Yeah. So this one, um, Julia Nile Nile. and War of the Roses. Oh, War of the all Roses. The, all from the 90s. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So they're quite. They were oh, quite the eighties team. It was good. It's well, it's pretty hard to watch. Yeah. Be, actually, we should watch that because it's yeah. pretty. I remember watching as a kid and going, I couldn't understand the no, concept of it. No, no. Jewel um, and Nile is good, though. I remember liking Jewel and Nile. They were yeah. meant to make a third one of this movie, but they didn't. They did. Yeah. Trilogy. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Anyway, um, so we talked about location. No, no, we haven't. Yeah, we have. But essentially, it's in Colombia mostly, but it's also in New York. Yeah, they filmed um, it in Mexico. They did film in Mexico. Which makes more sense than going to Colombia. It does. Obviously, it's, you can drive a lot easier well. to go to Mexico. <laughs> I don't know exactly where in Mexico, but it was obviously in... Uh, it looked jungly. Look at, and I've been to Cartagena or Cartagena, um, <laughs> and it, I, I was convinced it was Cartagena. Oh, there you go. There's some good set design. Yeah, but no, well, obviously the same town in Mexico has the same kind of wall, Whoa. so old city and new city, which Cartagena has. Yeah, and obviously it was New York. And I'm like, is that really New York as well? It kind of seemed like it yeah, was well, a set. Yeah, it New York. I don't know. It was definitely oh, anyway. So, so two pretty cool locations. Yeah. But yeah, great, great little storyline. I mean, it wasn't like like you kind of said. It wasn't too deep. No, um, it's, it's a nice. It's easy to watch. But the terms of themes in this. Well, I think for me, what I took most of away was that she's this romance writer, and she writes all these amazing romantic stories, but she doesn't have that in her life. Mm. So she's possibly a bit lonely. So when <laughs> sorry. I have a cold. I don't have COVID. I can edit it out. I don't just worry have about. a cold. <laughs> um, yeah, she's kind of lost in this kind of Mills and Boone type yeah, of Yeah, and so, and of course, you're going to take the chance to, like, go on treasure map adventure. Fuck, I would too. Well, would there was that and, you know, it's actual her family. Like, yeah, her family well, that's it. In- you know, so she goes to help. Like she's, yeah. It's almost like she jumps into her books. Essentially. You know? Essentially, yeah. 
it's yeah. So like she can sort of embody what she's writing about. Like mm. oh my god, I can step mm. out of this world and like into this. So other it is one. a bit of a life imitates art. Yeah. your own art. Yeah, storyline. Just similar to Basic Instinct, but anyway, that's it. I love how she goes to the jungle in like a, a 80 suit and yeah, heels. That's pretty fun. <laughs> she went on the jungle in high heels. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that escapism, obviously, yeah. it's an adventure film and you kind of can be somebody you're not more on her part as opposed to him. But, but he's obviously sort of left America and gone yeah, off the grid. As he got well. off the grid. Well, he was the one off the grid. He was in trouble, wasn't he, with the federales? The federales in yeah, Colombia. Yeah. Well, I guess he's got a bit of an edge to him. In but this. how do they, you know, they find that like crashed drug cargo plane? Mm. Like, do they just come upon that? Because she was like cutting away the reeds and then they just came upon it. Like, yeah. how lucky would you just be finding this like warm, dry place full of with, like supplies on it in the middle you of Colombia? Yeah, they had supplies, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, also, can I just hate that the dead pilot who was like a skeleton was wearing a grateful dead T-shirt? Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was completely intact despite yeah. him clearly being bone. Yeah, obviously that was a, a good little uh, Easter egg, but it was pretty funny. But, yeah, that off the grid and the, the balance between loyalty and greed. Yeah, so that's funny. There was a lot of the time you had to keep – they kept you guessing whether he's actually stiffing her and just trying to get the, the stone, emerald, the emerald, yeah. or is he actually in love? So I, I guess it was a question of greed versus loyalty and and what, what do you put forward? Do you put forward some helping somebody and helping their family or becoming a millionaire? Well, when when the when she needed the help, which mm. ultimately she didn't need because she dispatched of the bad guy herself, he went to her and then he said, I'll be back and went obviously went chasing after the crocodile with mm. the emerald. Mm. But then he came back to her. Well, at the end of the day, it's a love story, right? Yeah, so, it is a love story. But yeah. they went, like, really quickly from, like, a mm, little bit antagonistic to, like, wham, bam, thank you, man. Did they? In the bed. Yeah, when they were in that sort of village that the crazy drug lord took I think because they got, went through a lot. They but can I say, that that's another funny part is then, like, they stumble upon that random village yeah. with the bad hombres. Yeah, the bad hombres. And then the... Like baddest ombre, the drug lord, like he's like, oh my god, John Wilder. You got the John Wilder. That was yeah, that was that's probably one of the, one of the better scenes. Yeah. Side gig. Yeah, yeah. So is that is that your favorite line? No, my favorite line is when he goes, "Oh, the Doobie Brothers broke up." Yeah, Sheed. that was pretty funny. Yeah, no, I liked I liked that character. The one. Yeah. He's like, what did he say? Oh, the old no. You're talking about a car? No, it's my old mule. And the name of the car is Old Mule. It's like a freaking monster truck. <laughs> it's like built for the conditions. Who is it? Do you have a Xerox machine? That was pretty funny. <laughs> Xerox machine. I've heard that for a long time. It's like, yeah, I do. It doesn't work. <laughs> she, but she's dead. Um, but yeah, what about favorite scenes? I do like that. I like it when they're in the monster truck driving away from the militia people. That's mm. funny. Yeah, probably that. Mm. And. I think when, like, they get high in the mm. plane, that's funny too. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the actual action bits very yeah, early yeah. on. So that mudslide scene yeah, that's at the good. start. I always liked that as a kid. I was like, that would be amazing. That was my favourite part Mudslide, yeah. yeah. And when he chops her heels off with the machete, so she's just got, like, flats on. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, and the bridge part. Oh, the bridge part. Now, see, that I have clear memories of as a child mm. watching that bridge part. Like I can t crystal clear memory of watching it. Yeah. 
And I remember being like equal parts terrified and fascinated by that scene. Mm, I mm. did like it because I like now would be like, of course, you try and get across, right? And mm. then they do like the Tarzan swinging thing. Mm, it was mm. fun. <laughs> no, so yeah, it's cool. It's like obviously part of the whole adventure, and that's why yeah. it kind of makes it a little bit like Indiana Jones because she like that pops up. But yeah, that was my favorite scene. Yeah. Um, why is this eighties? Um, I mean, you mentioned the Xerox machine. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Do they still call it Xerox machine? I don't know. Machine? They call it the photocopier at work. Yeah. So, you know, it's – I don't think it's, like, cheesy. It's not cheesy 80s, mm. but there's definitely, like, an 80s influence. Now, I know I spoke about this last week with, like, the cities in the 80s and the feeling that it brings up for me and mm. immediately seeing the scenes in New York, it brings that same feeling to me. It's just a different place and time. Right cities in the 80s new york mm. particularly like mm. it's just i don't know and it's like it's like women it, it was kind of the early roots of like female i guess sort of empowerment or something and like they got their big you know shoulder pads and stuff and like the power suits and stuff like yeah. that's the 80s part to me the big hair and yeah. stuff like yeah. you know like the, the business women yeah taking charge like her editor was female at the end yeah, and stuff like yeah. it's look for me and this one's a bit more subtle but in the 80s, the villains were always the Latinos. Yes. And in the Because it moved from the Russians. Yeah, and all, of course the it's always Cold Americans War. making movies, right? But yeah, it used to be the Russians. And yes. for a while it was the Latinos. And that's probably because at the end of the Che Guevara thing and, and now Cuba, it's Middle Eastern. Now it absolutely is that Middle Eastern. So yes. They kind of it kind of every that's so film, true. kind of the villains the stereotypical villain changes. But this in this <laughs> Even like, early 80s was definitely Even Latino. in Ferris Bueller with the guy that takes the car, he's like a Latino. Of course, yes. yeah. So a lot of 80s films, the villains so are the Latino. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel triggered by that? Look, I, I've noticed this before, so it wasn't the first time. <laughs> yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't taken back by it. I'm, I'm aware of it. But I think they did a pretty good job at mimicking the Latino accents. I mean, some of it was but very But maybe they were Latinos. Does that, that, I mean, if they filmed in Mexico, they would have hired some of them. Yeah, Mexicans. definitely. I think, you know, that lady in the street that gets um, ruffled up by the... Yeah, that was not on ice. Yeah, she, she, was, okay? she was obviously a local. Yeah. And, but that other guy is like, yeah, you, I know you. And he's obviously not Latino, so they, they didn't... Think you're Latino. He had curly, greasy hair. <laughs> Other, pointy, than, pointy. other than that, he was a white American, I'm assuming. Um, but absolutely that reminded yeah. me of that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Mm. It's, it's, it's so true now that I think about it. It is such a thing. But then again, like, who's the, the villain in Die Hard, the Christmas one? German. German, right. Because so, I was going to say it was the question, but he's German. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not... It's not a golden blanket rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's they're but usually from another country. Thing. Yeah, they're always foreigners. It's usually another country that beef with right. America at one point. Well, there's plenty of them. Yeah, there is plenty of them. <laughs> um, sequels and remakes, obviously, we talked about. Children. Children. Oh, I want to watch it now. I want to watch it now, too. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I, I get the it. same feelings I did with this one. But you did mention there was going to be a yeah, third. Yeah, so, so it was like as recent as like 2012 mm. they, they had a script and like got Michael Douglas and um, Kathleen Turner on board, but then it just never progressed past that. They were going to do it like they were going to be on a mission with their teenage kids. Mm. 
you know, yeah. which can either be really bad mm. or good, mm. you know. Mm. But obviously, it didn't. It didn't get greenlighted, and, and they're too old now. Well, the director you of Julia and I wasn't the same director from no. The first one. So this the female was a female director. She or no he female. Writer. So it was a female writer. She never wrote another movie. Correct. So well, apparently she died soon after. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So she never wrote another movie, and mm. yeah, they cho- chose a different director because they didn't. Apparently, they didn't like him or something. Well, the studio. Sorry. The original like director him. ended up doing Back to the Future. Uh huh. Forget his name. It escapes me, but. But obviously, he credits this movie to be the stepping stone for him to then go on to do Back to the Future. Wow. So, he had a great career afterwards. He probably yeah. was like, oh, I'm, I'm past romance in the same children. But I'm both movies did really well. Like, they, they thought that this was going to be a flop, the yeah. studio, and then it made like $150 million. It was like one of their highest grossing films in 1984 yeah, for yeah, them. for Universal or whoever, whoever I think it was. it was CBS. CBS. Yeah, whoever the studio offshoot of that is. Right. Um, but yeah, so it did really well, and the second one did really well too. Mm. And I think it's because people like like female male duos in adventure films. They do, mm. Mm. you know. Yeah, exactly. Like I think it's a good, and she holds her own, mm. Kathleen Turner in it. So mm. I think it's a, a it, like it appealed to people. No, I just think it was you know? a fun movie. Like, yeah, it is. It is a fun movie because you know what it reminds me of? Mm. It's like the eighties version of the Mummy films with Brendan yeah, Fraser. Yeah, yeah right. because the combination of his character and the librarian it's such a good and then they've got the the comic relief in her brother yeah. whom i love it's the same it's my, the same format fucking favorite character yeah. but it's yeah people like yeah. that yeah you know yeah and i'm like you're like the librarian and I am. i'm a bit like brendan <laughs> brendan fraser now yeah, like yeah, every city lately the other day oh shit <laughs> what happened i don't know okay, so but do they you- were gonna remake it Completely. As well. With who? With, I don't know. But but I'm glad they did it. Mm. Because, yeah, I don't know. I just, just yeah, <laughs> don't. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's probably too far gone now to remake it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a good movie. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will millennials get it? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty easy, right? Yeah. Like, I think so. Yeah. There's nothing that's too... No, there's nothing that's too far out there to be, you know. What was that 80s thing? I was like, oh, that's pretty 80s. I don't know. The v, I mean, the car was pretty Mr. Bean type of car. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I was like, why are they going around the jungle in that crazy little thing? Well, you know, you, yeah. you got to have some form of I think it was transport. like a Walkman scene or something. Oh, something. Walkmans. No, what was it? Oh, we said the ring ring phones. That's yeah, the ring ring phones. That's, that's right. Having was, to find a phone booth. Yeah. But anyway, there was, quite, there was something that dated it. I was like, oh, that's very 80s, but I can't put my finger in it. It was telco sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, is there anything in it that wouldn't fly today? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, it's not offensive, I don't think. Like, there wasn't anything that I found offensive in it. The stereotypes? I mean, there's always stereotypes in these movies, right? But mm. it wasn't like really badly, mm-hmm. like offensively stereotypical. No. No, I, I mean, like you said, it's like the Latino villain thing. Mm-hmm. But I thought the female characters held their own in it, mm. you know, mm. as well. So Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything quite offensive, but not really. No. No. I don't know. Like, I always wonder, like, is Colombia still that, like still, I mean, still on the, I mean, well, sorry, all the countries are on the don't travel list at the moment, but it's still one of those. New Zealand. 
Yeah, except for New Zealand. They just went those They were with us in right now. But um, it's still on the do not travel unless you need to thing, like dangerous countries. And, I mean, you've been there and I like, that was the most stressful week of my life worrying about you going there. Why? Because of, the, I guess, the stereotype or the... The fact that it is a dangerous country. Like, you can't deny that, that there's, you know. I'm not denying it. Look, it's, it is. But where you were and where this movie was set in Cartagena. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so to answer your question, yeah, there are still parts of Colombia that are very ruled by, I don't want to say the Escobar family, but, but drug cartels. Yeah. And probably these jungles that they depict in this movie, absolutely. Yeah. There's still parts that there's probably towns that are the... the Police really don't have a hold of, and so yeah. so cartels take hold of it. Plus, wouldn't there just be like a lot of dangerous wildlife in those jungles? <laughs> like, I feel like it would be snaky. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, no, I was never concerned about dangerous. I'm more concerned in Australia than I am yeah. in South America about dangerous animals. Yeah, I mean, the spiders are huge. Yeah, and the snakes are huge. But you didn't feel threatened within that city. No, not at all. I mean, I was with a bunch of friends. and. But you, you know. said that there was police carrying, openly carrying, like, machine Oh, yeah. Guns. But that's that all over South, South America. But um, is Colombia Central America? Forgive my It's ignorance. close. It's close. Right, because so. Central America has a lot of problems, doesn't it, with, like, drug cartels and issues. Well, Colombia is, I guess, stereotypically the, the place where cocaine is made. And but distributed they produce from. Some, some good Miss Universe interests. I thought you were going to say some good cocaine. <laughs> I would know nothing about that. <laughs> they go, wow. <laughs> nothing. You're having a real revelation. <laughs> um, yes, they do produce some pretty women women as well. But, like, in like say we were going to compare it to Mexico, and I've been to Mexico twice, mm. I didn't feel threatened within Cancun no. at all, but I did feel a bit nervous on the border when the first time I went mm, in, in Tijuana, Tijuana. Yeah. which apparently now they actually say because it's mainly was Americans going there, not to go there, because it has gotten a lot more dangerous in the past, say, 10 years. Yeah, look, it's... I went there 20 years ago. You can't be naive and go to a country like yeah. that. You have to understand what's going on. So do you think Mexico is more dangerous than Colombia or Colombia more dangerous than Mexico? Look, I've only been to Cancun with you and that was not dangerous by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But it was very much a tourist town. Yeah. So if we're talking about Mexico City, I've heard things that women shouldn't be walking around by themselves. Yeah. Personally, I probably wouldn't feel threatened by that. Yeah. But I have the advantage of speaking the language. Yeah, that's true. With a gringo accent, absolutely. <laughs> and, yes, I would get targeted, but the same token, it's always understanding your surroundings and looking mm. around make sure you understand what's going on. And I guess we have that luxury here. In most countries, you have to do that anyway. But we have a luxury in Australia that, yeah. you know, we don't have to worry about anything. Like, like in Europe, you've got to worry about someone snatching your wallet mm. or picking your pockets. That does mm. not happen here. But here we have to worry about funnel-web spiders. Yeah. <laughs> That's a concern. Yeah, they're in your house. So um, it is a concern. But, but yeah, by all means, I think, I think as long you know, it's a safe place as long as you have your wits about mm. you. Don't do anything stupid. Don't go to any areas that people don't tell you to go to. And, you know, you get to enjoy the culture. And, you know, I thought Cartagena was beautiful. Obviously, I went to my good friend's weddings. Um, and that was fantastic in itself. So, you know, I really enjoy the place and I'll mm. recommend it to anyone. Oh, there you go. It's mm. a little side note of travel. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> in the good reminiscing Warnings. of travel. Uh, we always change the travel blog since no yeah. one's traveling. Soundtrack. Well, I mean, there's the theme song, <laughs> the main song. 
What was it's, it again? Oh, look, it's it's instrumental and then it breaks into a bit of lyrics. It's very generic 80s. Yeah. You know, like it's called Romance in the Stone, the right, song. of course. Um, but, but besides that, there was just a bit of music when they were dancing in the village and stuff. And obviously the um, action scenes had... And action yeah, music. soundtrack. Yeah, music. You know. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't think any songs stood out like most 80s movies, but... No, it wasn't like a... But maybe the soundtrack itself that they actually sell, because they always sell one, might have had other songs on it. Maybe, maybe. Uh, it didn't stand out in particular, but, but yeah. Mm. You're right. Uh, how do you give this out of 10? Mm. Look, I probably, it's a good movie and I really enjoy it. So I'm probably going to give it a 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's um, there's nothing taken away from it. It just to me is a solid 7 out of 10. Mm. It's a good 80s movie. Mm. I want to watch, <laughs> sorry, my cough is so bad. I want to watch Jewel of the Nile. Yeah, I do too. Mm. As a direct consequence of watching this. Do you know that there's a porn star called Jewel? Denial. I, I do not know that. <laughs> I only know that because I have a photo with her. Oh, that's right. Was yeah, that- with Jeremy. What's his name? No, what's his name? Yeah, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, her, yeah. and some blonde chick. I can't remember the two. Where were we? A sex book. Oh, my God. When was that? It was so long ago. And all I remember is like. Ron Jeremy's been dead for a while. He's but- dead? Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, what, what he is. What are you is. talking about? Ron Jeremy's dead. What did he die of? have a joke there, but I'm not going to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked. I didn't realise he died. I need to find that photo. All I know is that right before they took the photo, yeah. Jewel of the Nile and Blondie pulled their bloody tops down. Yeah, and then Ron Jeremy, on the photo, Ron, Ron Jeremy, Jeremy grabbed, grabbed my boobs. Boot. Yeah. Yeah, God, yeah. dirty bastard. Yeah, that's. You know who's got a rum called Ron Jeremy? <laughs> Where is that photo? I need to find it. Yeah. I think I hit it when we had kids, the kids and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I think he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Maybe five years ago. Are you sure? I feel Almost like this is positive. information I could have, like, should have known. Why? I don't know. I just feel like it's something because I always, like, up with the pop culture stuff. This is more underground than pop culture. He's not underground. He's so mainstream. He's like bloody, what's her name? Jenna Jameson. They're mainstream. Even Jenna Jameson's not mainstream anymore. Like, no, she's a Trump supporter. There's no such thing as porn stars anymore, anyway. Yeah, I know. Mm. It's because of OnlyFans. Not it. way before OnlyFans, because of Amateurs. everyone, because mobile phones. Oh, God. Because everyone can do it now. Yeah. Everyone's doing, doing it. it. Anyway, I give it a solid eight, this film. Yeah, I think that's good. I think it's a solid eight film. Like, yeah. I forgot how much I liked it. Mm. Um, and I mentioned that I liked it. Because of the character Hinapa, but I also like it because my dad really liked it. Yeah, and, I remember and that's him, unusual and when you said and that. And he used to let me watch like, it, and he'd like yeah. watch it with me, and I'd get really excited. I'm like, okay. Yeah, because your dad does not like no, not like popular but he does like romance. Oh, <laughs> and he does like South America. Yeah, so yes, makes, that's why. Sense. There you go. Yeah, because your mother is South America. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. So um, it reminds me of my dad. Yeah, I think and, my mum and dad nostalgic memory of hanging out with my dad too. Yeah. That's nice. I yeah, like that. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. Why, one of the reasons what it means to me, but it's a solid eight regardless. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. A really good movie. That's about it for today. Yeah. So um, appreciate it. it. Yeah, it says um, back to homeschooling next week yeah. and remote teaching for me. Yep, remote, remoting the stone. Oh, God, yeah, no romance in the stone here. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. But it's not all so bad, you know. No, it's I think nice. Another week, but whatever. Yeah, I don't think it'll just be another week. I think it'll no. be another 
two weeks, but we'll, we'll that's see. cool, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. We, um, like you said, we're half vaccinated. Yeah. Because I don't know, like I have to go to America soon. Like it's been too long. It's been three years since I've, nearly three years since I've stepped foot in the US. And I'm having some withdrawals for that and theme parks in Disneyland. Well, that's cool. I mean, <laughs> there's other places in the world. I don't but care that's cool. about other places in the world. Uh, you can I go to New want... Zealand. No. I'm just, I'm having some withdrawals. I need to go to America soon. Cool. On that note, hit like, subscribe, share, yep. and um, hit us up on thepeakpod at hotmail.com mm. or at, at the peaked peaked pod, pod on Insta. Insane. That's probably best. You can talk to us there. Yeah. We'll talk back. Yep. And um, that's it. Okay. Peace. Bye. Ah, señora, buenos días. Necesitamos tu ayuno. What do you want, gringo? We understand that you have a car. We would like to rent it or buy it. We have to get to a town. Vaya con Dios, gringo. Okay, John Wilder, write us out of this one. John Wilder? You are John Wilder, the novelist? Yes, I am. I read your books. I read all your books. Come in, este es Juanita Wilder, la que escribe las novelas que le leo los sábados. <laughs>